What's good, everybody? It's your boy, Hans. And this is Tristan. Welcome to the Hans and Tristan podcast. Thank you for joining us. We appreciate it. Um, so we're just going to jump right into it. Um, lately, well, not lately, but not too long ago, Dwayne Wade, Gabrielle Union, um, made it public that their child is transitioning and that they will, um, I think it's Zaire, um, and they're going to now be calling him Zaya. So he's going to transition into um, a young lady. Um, now, before that, and I think it was, was it, what holiday they posted their Christmas, pictures? Christmas, the Christmas pictures. It was a Christmas mm-hmm. picture that they posted, and people were all in their business about allowing, about Dwayne Wade and Gabby allowing their son to wear, was it a crop top? He had a crop top, top and he had the nails. He had the long acrylic mm-hmm. nails. So, you know, people were just up in arms about that and just how could you, da 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 So... You know, this is the new development in their family. And honestly, I've been seeing actually a lot of positive um, feedback from it. People are embracing their courage to come out there because they are public figures. They could have put a shield up. You know, they could have definitely stifled their child. But them allowing their child to kind of have the freedom to kind of go through this in the public eye is actually, to me... And then publicly supporting them. Right. For me, that is uh, bravery beyond comprehension because I know that parenting is difficult and I'm not a parent. Um, So parenting within itself has so many obstacles and stressors. It does. Let alone gender fluidity issues. Right. You know, you throw in there. Um, So I just wanted to kind of just touch on it. So what do you think about their decision to go public and their decision to outwardly support their child at such a young age as what, 12, 13? Yes, 12. Yes. That's what I'm saying. So you know me at the end of the day. I love it. Absolutely. I absolutely love it. I, and I told you off air, I actually had a whole argument yeah, where I ended up getting blocked yeah. <laughs> because of this very wait, wait. topic. On what day did you get blocked? I got blocked on Valentine's Day. Yes. It's okay. And I got blocked <laughs> from a guy who was actually courting me. So. That's my co-host's love life. That guys. is my love life. But guess what? <laughs> I go hard in the paint for things I believe in. So at the end of the day, I love the fact that he is supporting his son. Well, I'm sorry. His daughter who is mm-hmm. transitioning over. Okay. So I'm, I love the fact that he's supporting him. I love the fact that because at the end of the day, let's be real. This, you know, this day and age, you have to back your kids up. They're not going to always, you know do what you feel is right or wrong or whatever. Mm -hmm. But having that support system and allowing them to be true to themselves makes a major difference in their mental health, their emotional health, and their well-being. And we know at this day and age, suicide is so extremely high, especially among the LGBTQ community. Yeah. So having that support system is imperative. And like I was telling somebody, I don't think the major issue is the fact that his son is transitioning. I think the issue is the fact that we as black people aren't used to seeing black children that are free to make their own decisions. And I think you bring up a valid point. Actually, just a couple of days ago, um, Gabrielle uh, retweeted um, or posted on Instagram a tweet that uh, she tweeted not too long ago where a fan complimented her on, you know, basically embracing her child's um, journey. Mm -hmm. And she said, you know what, we're embracing it, but we're still learning ourselves. And that as parents, like, this is something that's scary for us because we haven't done this before. This is not something that neither her or D-Wade have experienced personally. 
originally, so they right. can't even say, hey, we have the blueprint, walk this line. So it's a, a lot of discomfort and fear of the unknown, but yet and still, they were still um, holding to their values of, um, of parenting of, hey, we're not going to stifle your growth. Right. And we believe that you can make certain decisions on your own. We're going to support you and, and, and have your back, you know? Right. Even as he learns himself in exactly. the journey, right? Exactly. So he's still learning and he's still young, you know, in his whole transitioning process. And him, you know, learning who he is, not just in his gender, but his own individual identity. And I think that's very important to understand, like, they're all learning together as a family, which is why the communication and support is even more imperative. Right. But you do bring up a, a big point, though, because I think in the black community, the control, um, the controlling parent, the, like, overbearing parent seems to be a running stereotype mm -hmm. or a running model of effective parenting. Right. right. When so it's parenting not by dictation or direction seems to be like the golden standard in a yeah. community when actually you need to parent the best way possible for your individual child. And your household and your environment. Yes. Because mind you, their environment is different from you know, us commoners, right? <laughs> like, let's be real. Us regular folks. Right, their resources, their environment, and everything is drastically different from ours. And we have to understand that every household is different. Every child is different. So understanding that, you also got to be mindful and fluid in your parenting to ensure it's actually effective. Mm -hmm. Because if you have this cookie-cutter parenting, like, nope, do as I say, not as I do, and I make the rules, this is my house, da da da, -da. Okay, how long is that going to last? Right. And how effective is that going to be Especially when you have a strong-minded, strong-willed child. Right. There's a difference between setting boundaries and setting up a prison. Ooh. You know, Ooh. there really is. And I don't think, like, oftentimes we realize which one we're doing. Right. No, and that's real. You and know, like for you, who you have a teenage daughter, there's a difference between saying, no, you can't go to this area at this time of night versus... You get what I mean? Like, exactly. There's, there's, there has to be some type of um, rhyme and reason, not just because I say so. Right? right. And you also have to be invested in the growth of your child on multiple levels. Oftentimes, we... We're invested on the front end. Not even that. We use, we use our struggle as a cop-out. I get it. We are, as black people, or, people, or any minority, honestly, so not just black people... Um, we often use the struggles that we have to as a cop-out for ineffective parenting. Right. Don't get me wrong. Oh, I'm a single mom. I got two jobs. I got to do this. Oh, I'm in school. Da, da, da. Oh, I'm a black right, woman. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, live yeah. in this. And like, no. Don't get me wrong. I get it. I get it. Those environmental factors, yes, they do affect your parenting, right? But you still have a hold on that. Right. You're not out here letting your kids be parented by the streets. They're in your home, so you have that control. This environment that you call home is something that is in your control. Right. So you, therefore, set the parameters of what goes down and how it goes down. So you have a responsibility to make that as enriching and as growth-providing to your child as possible. So right. why not do that rather than just say, do this, don't do that, and not even worry about but that's because, into your child? Again, they're not, their parenting is not evolving because in the beginning, you can't say do this, do that, right? Mm -hmm. One, two, and three, four, five, six years old, do this, do that, don't do this, go lay down, da 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 da, da right? But then as they begin to get their own thoughts and feelings and have their own perspective of things, mm -hmm. that style of parenting doesn't work anymore. Yes. And I think that's where people, you know, get it wrong where they're not evolving. So as a child maturates, you got to also grow, too. I just thought about something. 
because okay, so um, as you know, my fiance, she's uh, she just got her PhD, right? And one of her areas of focus was post-traumatic slave disorder, right? Um, which basically um, examines some of the residues of slavery that we're still having to deal with as a community. Listen. And one thing that I just thought of is this parenting issue. Oftentimes, we would have to parent out of survival. Of course. Right, and I think we still have that. Embedded us, us. Like, yeah, of course. We're, we're parenting out of survival, and I want to encourage some of our parents out there that you actually no longer have to parent out of survival. And you know what? People make the the correlation between you know people being gunned down by the police and things of that nature, which I understand is very traumatic and, and it's very real in our culture, right? Mm -hmm. But we we know we talk about this a lot. You can't parent out of fear. Yes. Because some things that you've experienced as an individual, your child may not ever experience, mm -hmm. but you're actually traumatizing them for something they may not experience just right. because you went through it and you experienced it. So being mindful of that too, because I know for a fact my daughter's environment is drastically different from the environment I was raised in. And I'm not talking about the home, but even a school demographic. Exactly. Like I never went to school with white people, mm -hmm. ever. So that's her environment is that's where she's exactly. at. Exactly. And you're doing the duty. You're preparing her for her environment and not yours. Exactly. And not the one that you went through. Exactly. And um, so I, it just hit me like we need to stop parenting out of fear and parenting out of survival and start treating parent parenting like you said before an investment. It is an investment. And, and it's and you have to see it as a long-term investment. So don't think you're going to get some of these fruits right here Listen. now. Some Listen. of these fruits you're going to get when you're way older, when they're in their 30s, and you start yep. to see it like, oh, wow. You know, like, so um, I, I just, for me, am honestly happy that, number one, they're getting a lot of support because that's a tough decision. I'm going to be real with you. The age that their child is at is a... It's a tough age for me right. because for me, oftentimes I struggle with parents that say, yeah, I have a uh, five or six year old that feels like they're a girl. So I'm going to let them be a girl. And I'm just like, ah, that age, though, you get what I mean? See, and I think when people think we'll let them be a girl, you know, especially at five or six, like at the end of the day, I don't to me at five and six is not that complex because it's just a matter of, OK, are you talking about in regards to their toys, their dressing, da 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 da? Like it's not so that age demographic, their clothing is not so conforming to mm -hmm. gender roles. Not until you get a lot older. No, but here's what I'm saying. I've seen it to where the parents are actually pushing it as a transitioning of gender. Yeah. You get what I mean? Where I just because you know our mental health background as a therapist, I'm like. Is that I don't think their curiosity in the opposite gender is more of a gender fluidity issue. It's right. more of an exploration as to okay, why do girls do this? Why do boys do? It? You get what right. I mean? And I think um, because we're bec uh, we're at an age where we're being more enlightened about LGBTQ plus communities and and what they go through and the issues and struggles that they have. That sometimes we. Um, you know, project what we see onto our kids, and that may yeah. not necessarily. And I be think the that goes case. back into what you're saying in regards to the learning experience, right, and the education. Because I will admit, like, I don't feel like I'm highly educated in this demographic, even though I, you know me, I go hard. Like, what? You know, we're not going <laughs> to discriminate against anybody. I don't care. But I'm not fully educated in this demographic, and I know that because I don't personally experience it, right? And even with some of my clients, you know, they they are open about their sexuality and their gender, but in regards to educating me, then that's a whole different situation. Mm -hmm. So I get that. I feel like, you know, 
as people, we do have to, you know, when you're when you're thrusting a new world, you got to educate yourself. Like you said, it's super imperative. But also take the time to educate those around you, too. Yeah. Because even though they're not directly experiencing it, they're still indirectly experiencing it. And sometimes we, those who want to support, honestly don't know how to support because we're not familiar with it. Exactly. So I think that's imperative too. But um, and especially in our community, though, and I'm sorry to interrupt you, not familiar is one word, but also it's been suppressed. Highly, high. I told you when I got blocked. I was like, <laughs> oh, it's an agenda to, you know, make our boys gay and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, it's not an agenda. He's like, you see it all the time now on TV, da, da, da. I said, no. It's becoming to a point where now we actually get to see, you know, examples of this demographic on TV, which was suppressed for a long time, just like black people at some point weren't on TV. Mm -hmm. I said, so now you're getting a more realistic view of what the world is with all these different genders and, you know, sexualities and races and religions. That's what the real world looks like. Mm -hmm. It's not an agenda. It's just now it's a real more replica of what is going on. Well, you know, there's this day of this emasculating of the black male that is a residue from slavery because one of the things that the slave owners would do, right, is take the alpha male, emasculate him, you know, basically break him down and put everybody in order. So they're saying now that's still going on, but it looks different, all right? All I'm saying is this. Before we put out these statements, let's do kind of a analysis of what's going on because that's too much like right right that's too much like right because i'm with you on this on the on the i'm on the same page because it's one thing to say hey this is who i am right this is what i'm going through this is the transitioning i'm making but it's another thing it's another thing to say hey you should make this transition this is who you are now that could be deemed as the agenda yeah because you're pushing it and you're um you're swaying people towards it but i, I don't never think, experienced but that's that. what i'm saying right. i don't i don't see that i see a representation of putting honestly i, I think honestly they're underrepresented see it. i know i think they're exploited sometimes just of like course. we are so yeah. like you know i believe love and hip-hop is yeah. the exploitation of stereotypes for yeah. black women i do believe certain shows are exploitations of the lgbt community of course but we started out that way too, right? Mm -hmm. So when we were shown in theater, it was through exportation. We were playing the mammy or the, right. the angry slave or you get right. what I'm saying? The gorilla. You know, we were being exported until we fully got into there and started to be truly represented for who we are as a community. And I think they're on their way there as well. Right. Um, it's unfortunate that that's how we have to start. Of course. So, um, but I think we also have to really just stop with the conspiracy theories sometimes when it oh comes to people God. of color or minorities. And sometimes they just may actually just be some representation. Now, granted, granted, that representation may not represent the group as a whole. Right. It just may represent a portion. So that doesn't mean everybody who identifies as homosexual, bisexual, or anything acts like those people you see on those TV. Ugh, those that are was exaggerated. another Exactly. Those are exaggerated. Because then, then we talked about, um, I forgot the guy's name, but I know he pe plays Pray Tell on Pose, the black guy. Porter. Yes. And he With was on dresses, Sesame Street. Um, yes. Yeah, so he was on Sesame Street. So he's like, how you feel about that? I was like, I don't care who teaches my child A, B, and C, and X, Y, and Z, and 1, 2, and 3. Like, he was like, well, he was on it, he wore a dress. What, what is your point? Like, I, am I supposed to be offended by his attire? Like, I'm trying to get, 
I'm trying to figure out where you're going Did with you this. Did not know Bert and Ernie were gay? They lived together. Two listen, guys, two grown men living listen. together. Listen, but I'm just like, at the end of the day, and I, and I had to explain this to him, no one has more influence on my child than me, which is why I'm not too concerned about what's going on in the world. Mm-hmm. And if it is something that's going on, she's going to bring it to me for clarification. Right. But that's the relationship I have with my child. So I'm not concerned about these hidden agendas or who's on Sesame Street or whatever, whatever. Because, again, I know the relationship I have with my child and I know what I teach my child. And I know my child is very open-minded. So I'm like, what the fuck is this? What, what is the problem? I'm confused. Like, why is everyone... And then to, then to end the conversation, well, well, I'm not homophobic. Yes, the fuck you are. Yes, the fuck you are, sir. I get it. I get it. Like, it just, I don't know. It's, why do you feel threatened? That's what I, that's what I'm trying to understand. What do you, what are you in fear of? What's his name is, has been um, out there publicly um, in Atlanta, Pastor Troy. Oh, okay. He's been on a couple of radio stations. Basically, um, Little Nas X, he posted some yeah. uh, picture um and um basically pastor Troy was like you see this is what i'm talking about um the agenda being pushed they're trying to emasculate this black man here i personally would not let my son do any of this that are, what did he uh, do? and i don't know i think it was something that he was wearing was it like the pink the, cowboy outfit yeah exactly with What's the eyes oh, and, and everything like that so um he's been taking some heat um i know recently on instagram i saw uh, Waka Flocka um, post kind of like the same thing, like, you know, an agenda, what's going on here. Um, and I don't know, like... See, my thing is, you so worried about this agenda, yet your dreads look like shit. Stop it. Like, that's, and, and that's what I can't stand about certain people. It's like, it's okay for these little kids to walk around looking dirty and unkept and everything else, but then you have a problem with someone, a, a man who wants to wear makeup or something like what? What? Get your get your priorities together. Here's my thing too, though. Pop calling the kettle black. So you mean to tell me, by your records and your music, you've always represented the black man as being upstanding and flawless? That's my thing. Now, if it was somebody like uh, Obama or anything like that, then I might be like, oh, alright, because you've represented. Do you get what I mean? Like, right. but, <laughs> sir. You're in an entertainment Look business. At your catalog. Yeah, <laughs> that you've taken pleasure in, in making degrading music that women. has degraded women, and you've profited off of exactly. that. Exactly. Um, so, if there's any agenda that's being pushed, you're promoting the agenda of black men being rapers and pillagers of black women and Thank any you. and other women. Say that. So again. that's my issue. Like, make sure you're blameless. <laughs> before you step out and say that other people are pushing an agenda. And, and that's the key right there. Because why in the world are you so invested in what other people are doing in their life and your shit is a fucking... What am I going to say? Sweep around your door first, honey. Before you go sweep around anybody else's door, sweep around your door first. I love because them folks Listen, clean your house first. Get your shit in order first before you start trying to sit here and throw and judge at everyone else. Because it makes absolutely no sense to me at all. But why are you so threatened, like you said, by this demographic that you feel like, okay, well, you can sit here and begin to speak openly and be like what what 
So it's okay for record execs to purposely shelve conscious music and push out gangster rap and gun violence rap to perpetuate the stereotype of black men being violent and and shooting up any and everybody and being criminals. But it's okay for that agenda to be put out there because you profited from that agenda, exactly. right? But if it's another agenda, you get what I mean? You, have an issue you see with how it. and that's that's really my main issue with it because don't get me wrong, I do believe there are certain agendas that are put out there by the media in a portrayal of minorities. I do agree with that. I just don't think that this is one of them and I, don't I also don't think that you may actually be the right person to kind of spearhead that, just given your track record. My thing is, why is that? Why is that something you are getting behind when it's so much shit that is really a threat to our community? Well, you know, you know how it is. This has always been an issue in our community: the black masculinity. What does that look like? Oh, then I had a conversation with the dude who blocked me about that. Because he was like, I want, you know, my sons to be men. And da-da-da. I'm like, hold on, let's pause now. So are you saying if someone is gay, if a man is gay, he's no longer a man? Right. I said, because let me tell you something. I know a lot of heterosexual bitch-ass niggas. <laughs> a lot of heterosexual bitch-ass niggas. So let's not do that. Let's not play that game just because a man is in love with another man, then he's no longer a man. Like what? What define? No, no. What are you doing? What are you saying? Like it's just so crazy to me the misconceptions that we have about this whole situation and this whole demographic and this whole community. That's why I said like education is so highly important, but you you can't reason with someone who's unreasonable any fucking way. <laughs> like if a man or a woman or whomever doesn't want to see or embrace differences, then there's really nothing you can do about that that ignorance that they choose to hold and possess. Right. Which is sad because then they're just reproducing it from one generation to the next generation. Passing to the next it down. Gen- exactly. And it, and it's so funny because when I talk about it, I'm like, okay, well, you know what? This is just like racism. He was like, well, that's not true. I was just about that's to say. not true. And that's, I'm like, that's the only yes, way it is. is exactly. I'm like, yes, it is. He's like, well, I don't hate. How do, I don't hate them. Okay. Well, let's let's talk about how you talking about them. Like, no, you do. You do. Yeah, people forget that though. Racism is taught. And my thing is, what is your what if you can honestly justify your position against the LGBT community? Like there is no logistical justification. There's no and please don't tell me the Bible. Mm-hmm. Like what is your actual justification for well, disdain for so, this so, one community? So here's my thing, right? Even with that, like you were saying, that's not even... Okay, if we, if we want to get the Bible, right? The Bible talks about hating the sin and not the sinner. You get, you get what I'm saying? So, and just like we were talking about off air, the wages of all sins are death, right? There's no sin that's greater than the other, right? The murderer is the same as the adulterer, is the same as the coveter. You get what I mean? Right. And on and on and on. And if you truly want to read your Bible, you are not to shun away those people. You're to embrace and get to know. Because at the end of the day, it's not about what the person is doing. It's about who the person is. So that's the fault that I have with that that rhetoric. How many commandments were there? Ten. Okay. And which one of them spoke about homosexuality? All right. See... 
I can't go this far with you because you know there's more that goes into that. Right, because everyone always brings about, well, Adam and Eve and da 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 But I'm just telling you the conversation that got me black. I know. I'm just saying, me personally, because I don't believe that homosexuality is a sin. I don't believe that. I just Because like I told you, we agree, it's been around just as long as heterosexuality. So how is one a sin and the other one's not a sin? Okay, so let me, here's my argument to that. Murder has been around since the beginning of time. Right, but murder is a sin. sin. Right. 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 But what I'm telling you is, show me, like, I I just don't, I don't get how one is more superior than the other. No, now they're- When both have been around for the same duration. So this is what I'm arguing with you and agreeing with you as well. None of them are superior, right? So the way the Bible is, none of them. It's us. We have made that. You get what I mean? Right. And it's a reification. We forget that we've brought these things to this level. And then it's, we've created these deities and things. And then we forget, like, well, we made, like, these levels of sin when really, exactly. if you read your Bible, they're all the same level, right? Um, because women could get stoned for adultery. Anybody, you get what I mean? So just like the murderer could get stoned. So that, I definitely agree with you on that one. I just think that oftentimes when we bring Christianity into the conversation is used as a weapon. And that's... Ooh. And that's... You get what I'm saying? And that's what kind of rubs I told you that. I'm the, like, the yo, use your religion for your own journey and your own motivation. Don't use it to condemn somebody else. Again, that's what got me blocked too. I'm just <laughs> like... I, 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 I don't, I'm not... No. I'm not going to allow you to sit on my phone, my cellular device... My minutes. Right. And speak this slander. Like, no... And then you're like... Don't get, I'm gonna stop quoting him because <laughs> you give him too much credit. Stop telling him out. I know. I'm not, I'm I'm done. But it was like really disheartening because like I just one maybe I'm a little self-absorbed, but I'm not that consumed with anybody's life and what they're doing because my love life is shitty, right? <laughs> so I can't sit here and be too consumed about anybody else's shit, whether you gay, straight, fluid, or whatever, because my shit is a shit mess. And then as an individual. Why do you care if that person is not hurting themselves or anybody else? Why do you care how they live their life? Or even if you don't even have a relationship with that person. It's one thing if you had like a real close bond with them and you felt like this journey that they were going down is very concerning to you and may end up being detrimental to their life, right? And even then. As somebody who has a relationship with someone, you would definitely come at them differently. You right. get what I'm saying? Right. So it's like, as you as a close friend of mine, if you were engaging in some risky activity, like mm-hmm. if you were out here hooking on Old National for real, and it I saw you driving, I'm like, oh, hey, Tris, let's go have some lunch. Then we both going to get pulled up because they're going to think you're a John. I know, right? <laughs> Whoa, just going to eat. We're just going to Waffle House. Oh, is that what they call it these days? <laughs> Officer Lug. Listen, my homie. listen. Listen to Honda Tristan podcast, you'll get it. So, but you get what I'm saying? Like, because we have that rapport, we build a relationship, then we can have right. this intimate conversation. Right. Which is biblical as well. But anyway, <laughs> I just think that we get so wrapped up in cookie cutter ideals and w- more on religion than actually having a relationship with God and getting to know Him Listen. and how He works in your life. Listen. That we start to do the things that are the complete opposite of the teachings of what we're trying to represent. Um, and I'm like, I just don't freaking get it. Hey, man, it's been going on. I mean, Christianity was used as a tool for slavery. I, 
Oh, I said it too. You know what? I'm done with it. <laughs> you know, so that to me, that doesn't inherently make Christianity bad. It's and just, I don't think the. No, I don't I, I'm not saying that. It's I'm just the fact that like, that. yo, do not weaponize it. There you go. Do not weaponize it because that's the main reason people are deterred from it. Facts. Because it's just like, yo, I'm not going to go in here where I'm going to be judged, but not knowing that the pastor doing the same shit you're doing. Hey, listen, listen. So about your love life, Tristan, what do you have going on <laughs> Yo, that you getting blocked on Valentine's um, Day? You know, and I saw, is, I laughed at it because at this point in my life, I'm used to getting blocked or ghosted. <laughs> I should not, that should not be normalized in my life. What are you going but, through right now? I'm not, it's not me. It's these dudes who lack the ability to have an intelligent thought-provoking conversation Mm-mm. or take accountability for their ignorance. I'm not. He asked me the question first, okay? You I my, my business. All I'm saying is, and you know, I, I'm going to be real with you. I feel like because I speak with conviction. Oh, that's what we're calling it now? Listen. With passion? Uh, what what other synonyms are we using? And, you know, I, and that's how I speak about damn near everything. Yeah, about this water bottle. Listen, <laughs> my coffee, What? Like, and that's how I am. I speak with, but I am not so closed-minded to the point where I am not open to others' views, regardless if it's against me, but you're going to, you, you best to have some backing to whatever the fuck you bring to my doorstep. I feel like you be shutting cats down too much and they can't find the words to come back at you, so they have to block you. Everyone not, only, is not a, everyone's not a wordsmith. Yeah, that's the only recourse that they have. They can't talk you. But if, you, but if you, you know that, so they're why like, I'm going to block my, you. But why step in my arena if you know that? Well, listen, man, sometimes you step into arenas that you don't belong to, so sometimes you got to check your way. Why are you in the NFL when you're supposed <laughs> to be over there daggone at flag man. football sometimes stadium? you may feel like you're a heavyweight boxer, but you're really not. That's why are you I'm stepping saying. in the ring with Muhammad Ali oh, Lord. and Mike Tyson and them? When you're supposed right. to be at the fe- uh, featherweight level. Listen, you feeling yourself now. <laughs> I'm just saying. But I feel like that's what it is, man. They can't compete with you verbally. So, so I you get blocked and ghosted. You get blocked and ghosted. Because yeah. they can't storm off because it's not in front. You get what I mean? And that yeah. would be highly feminine. Yes, yes. With the bag. Yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm out. I'm, I'm out of here. Right. Taking my, taking my phone and I'm leaving. I'm gone. <laughs> but then my thing is, in the, and this is what I don't get. I even re- I will respect you up until the blocking and the ghosting because I'm like oh shit, right? But when you come back, that's when I lose respect for you. Oh yeah, you can't come back. That's when I lose though. respect for you because you you double back. That's an unreal. So that means your storm off wasn't even legit. Nah nah nah, it was a storm off. Then you came back like you hungry. So that means <laughs> right. So that lets me know that you're emotional. That's nothing wrong with being emotional. Tristan. No, if you are not able to emotionally regulate. And you get upset. Well, there's a difference now. Say that. Right. Okay. I'm because sorry. Because you're, you're, you're perpetuating correct. the stereotype that men can't feel. I, I like men that feel okay. and able to verbalize their feelings. Okay. Because then we can have in-depth conversation. Okay. But when you're in a situation where now you feel like the situation is out of your control, mm-hmm. so you have to one-up me yeah. by ghosting me or one-up me by blocking me to regain control of the situation. Sir, what are we doing here? I'm not going to lie. Coming up as a young Young stud out here in these streets. Stallion. You know what I'm saying? Um, I can see the power struggle that comes with that, right? Um, 
If you look up any research, women talk way more than men do. Shit, not the ones I've been dating. <laughs> no, if you do any research, women speak way more words per day than we will ever do. So they're more versed in the art of conversation. Right. So when you get into a situation where you guys are at odds and you're having a discussion or debate, you know, and you are lacking in the articulation or the wordsmithing, as you uh, so eloquently put it, you resort to other tactics. Oh, yeah. Right? And that's what's happening. But what I learned earlier on is you don't always have to meet somebody at their level. Right? So if I'm having a debate with you and you proceed to kind of get loud and, and you know, and everything like that, you're still using words. I don't have to meet you then. Because if you're secure in your standing and your words and your, um, your footing, then you still understand whether I shout them, my my shit gonna come up across, or you know, or state it calmly, my words still matter. But the sense. thing is, what I've experienced is the more shouting come from the men. Remember, I talked to them when we was off air. Like, mm-hmm. okay, so now you're not, you feel like you're not winning, quote unquote, That's this situation. Is, yeah. So now you want to yell and try to physically intimidate me. Not understanding, Negro. Unless you're a fucking grizzly bear, <laughs> I am not intimidated. Right, and that's so that that, that doesn't ruffle my feathers because mm-hmm. as a as a woman in 36 years, confrontational. I'm I'm just confrontational, like it's normal to she me. She is, guys. She is right. So I'm just like, you really think this, honey? Go you go holler at my this. nana, okay? <laughs> I'm built for this shit. So that again, facts are facts, and I'm you're mad. So now. You're sitting here trying to physically intimidate me. Not understand that that shit doesn't bother me. Mm-hmm. So now you block me to re again regain some kind of control. But I'm just like again, I respect all that up until the point. Okay, I respect your decision to ghost me. I respect, but why the fuck you back here? Cause it reset it. We're at zero zero again. No, we're not. <laughs> we're back where we left off. Nah, he's like, oh, stock clock reset zero zero. Where then we went, hey, how, hey, I hope you haven't. What? How's your day? Nah, that's really what it is. For me, I've learned, listen, I'm not here to out-talk anybody. Yeah, I can kind of handle my own, but yeah, and still, no, I'm lazy. I don't like to waste my time. <laughs> I, I say what I got to say. Now, if you want to get loud, okay, that's cool. I'm going to wait till you calm down. Or if I don't, I'm like, look, we'll talk later because you're upset. But your mind frame is different because you're like, you're upset. If, <laughs> like, if you're not emotionally invested in it. Then that's it's true really too, not going I have to... a, That's a bad problem I have to kind of get with. Yeah, because you're like, okay. I can disengage real quick. Like, Very uh, much so. I've seen you do it. I'm just uh, like, okay. Like, I need to work on that, though, because it can come off of, like I'm very indifferent and like I don't care. But I do. I do. It's just... Uh, you're like, yeah, uh, no. This is not time, paying my bills. Time. You know, if I'm going to exert myself on anything, I need to know that it's going to pay off. And sometimes... Certain arguments just are not gonna pay off. See, and I'm like easily exerted. Like, yeah, what you said about red, the color red. What? <laughs> what? What we doing here? You don't like it. Oh, so you got a problem with wigs now? <laughs> like, listen, you I'm know, easily engaged, and I'm I'm even quicker to disengage when I see it's about a pride thing for you. Oh yeah, because I'm like, oh, you need it. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I think you, I disengage once I realize it. a person is not open to feedback or open to hearing any other position other oh, than yeah. their position. Like you're talking to a wall. Right, because I'm just like, okay, this conversation is over. Yeah. Because I know even in, even if I'm stuck in my position, I'm still open 
to other things. Because I'm like, well, shit, anybody can teach me anything. I don't give a fuck who you are, yeah. right? So, okay, teach me this, this. But no, 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 no. Yeah, so that's what's going on in my love life. I'm getting blocked in, um, oh. on Valentine's Day. And um, ghosted. But again, like I said, why come back? So because you calm down and you you realize that you've made a very rash decision mm-hmm. that you can't stand by, now you want to come back. And uh-huh. you think it's over. And I'm just like, nope. That was his uh, digital storm off. Yeah, because the, the comeback is worse. Because I'm like, mm. Well, when you storm off, you know, sometimes you feel like you could come back. So you felt like, you know, I could come back and be like, hey. I'm not so that chick. you hungry? No. I'm not that chick. <laughs> I'm so not. First of all, my memory too good for that shit. Oh, yeah. Because I remember exactly what we say, left you, off. You don't forget nothing. At all. So you were saying the this about Christianity, huh? Right. So, because as soon as he hit me, hey. Oh, I'm surprised to hear from you. Uh-huh. Because last conversation, uh-huh. you did let, let me tell you. I know exactly what. I know exactly what we left off. Per my notes from right, my daggone conversation. So him, he just pushed the pause button. That's, that's all it was. That's all it was was pause. That's he, it. He thought he deleted it. Huh? No. And that's why I need a lot of men to understand. Listen, a lot of females ain't going to sit here and just let you walk away and then be deaded at that point. Because mm-hmm. once you return, this conversation is picking back up. Because I need to know how it's going to end. Is it going to end with daggone us agreeing to disagree? Or is it going in? But at that point, I'm just like, once I realize that your position on homosexuality and everything else, I'm good. Yeah, and there's just proper ways of disengaging. You could have easily just said, you know what? This is getting way too heated. I don't even want to take it there. I've yet to meet a dude like that. You know what I mean? Like, sometimes you just got to disengage and be like, look. Yeah, this is this is not where I wanted to go. Let's, let's just talk yet, later. Let's, I have yet to meet a dude like that's that. That's fine. People forget, though, like... <laughs> You don't have to be fully invested to continue any conversation. You even, don't. Even by law. Like when the cops pick you, you don't got to talk to them. At all. That's why you got lawyers. You, you have the right to remain silent. You don't have to say a word. At so all. Even, so if legally, I don't have that. So if I'm talking to you socially, I don't have to continue to engage in any conversation I don't feel like. See, that's why I be disengaged. I'm like, look. But you know how to do it where it's like, not right. tasteless, right? Yeah, but... And I think a lot of people fail to have that tact, right? That's true. Because some people don't know how to exit a conversation or, hell, even exit a relationship without it being detrimental, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, we have to stop making that a normal. Like, okay, so the only way you can end an argument is if you slam it or hang it up or something. Like, no, you be like, oh, okay, you know what? This thing got out of hand. All right. Didn't mean to go down this rabbit hole. Maybe we can, you know, either right. table this and pick it back up later where cooler heads prevail or we just leave it alone altogether. Right. You got to. But, you know, it comes with some age and maturity. These motherfuckers are older than us. I know. These motherfuckers I'm dealing with are in their 40s plus. Right. But 40 you know, plus. Maturity and age don't always correlate. So, <sighs> you know how that goes. Listen, I think they're just used to women who just back down. I, but I don't give a fuck about ruffling no goddamn body's feathers. Oh, I know you. You don't care. I don't give a fuck. Because especially if you bring the situation to me. You're a feather ruffler. All day. I'm all going to ruffle them feathers, baby. Oh, Lord. I don't care. Anywho, I'll be praying for your love life. Um, Please do. Please do. <laughs> I'll be praying for your love life. All right, guys. We appreciate you joining us. As always, you can always listen to Hans and Tristan Podcast, where all podcasts are available. As always, um, hit us up on our Instagram. We want to hear from you guys. Like share tell all your friends 
Um, leave us a message. Yes. We have that us, cool feature. Leave us a voice message. We'd love to hear from you guys. Yes. Let us know what you think. Yes. Do you agree? Do you disagree with Gabrielle and D-Wade's decision? Do you think Tristan's love life is in shambles? <laughs> Let I us know. <laughs> Let us know. But um, until then, we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.